Welcome to your favorite business program, Minding Your Business with Lake Alder. This is the program for entrepreneurs and will be entrepreneurs. Please stand by your phone. I will be taking your questions right after the tutorial. There's a gift as usual for that one lucky caller. The prize for this week is my book, Life as I See It. My name is Lake Alder. I'm your on-air business advisor. Don't go anywhere. In the last three weeks, we've been talking about business fear. There are three main fears that plague entrepreneurs, we said. The fear of venture, the fear of failure, and the fear of success. We've examined the first two fears, the fear of venture and the fear of failure. Today, we're going to deal with the last of the great fears, the fear of success. Now, it may sound curious to you, but there's such a thing as the fear of success. One will have thought that everyone would love to be successful, but the truth is, many people are afraid of committing to the journey of success when they consider what it will take to become successful they simply back out preferring not to take on such an adult's journey they choose to become average how many times have you opted not to aim for the stars but rather to aim for the top of the tree Success cannot be easy. If it were, the lazy will be exponentially successful. And that wouldn't be fair, will it? A Solomonic injunction says, work hard and succeed. Be lazy and never succeed. Hard work and success are intrinsically linked. Laziness and failure, on the other hand, are also linked. They are CME's twins. Success takes incredible hard work. You must be diligent, put in your all, and go after opportunities with the focus and agility of a hyena after meat. Without focus and tenacity, you can't succeed. Success is worth the effort. There is no nobility in poverty. The rich have their problems, no doubt, but I would rather be rich than poor. Business is a legal and legitimate means to multiply resources on the face of the earth. You owe nobody an apology for wanting to become successful. Freedom of aspiration is a fundamental human right. Never apologize for being driven and ambitious. Never feel sorry for wanting to improve your lot in life. Never feel guilty for wanting to be more than you are. You have a right to aspire and this program will inspire you so that you can respire in your old age and not become Karika Papaya. Um, for those interested, Karika Papaya is the biological name for Popo. But you get the flow. Just trying to rap. Some people are afraid of success because they don't want to stand out. They would rather be inconspicuous by being insignificant. It's not easy being an odd one out in a crowd. Most so if you're from a disadvantaged background. But you have to rise to the occasion. You deserve your success. A disadvantaged background cannot prepare you for the scrutiny of success. You are not used to moving in the rarefied echelons of society with all its pretensions and grandiloquent effusiveness. You feel insecure. And staying in your old quarters cannot help either. A rich man on a street full of beggarly elements is a target practice. If you are wearing red in a town where everyone is draped in black, you will become an easy target. And the successful are often targets of malice, slander, bile, and gore. My advice to you if you want to become successful, 
Don't join the vile brigade. Don't castigate those who by dint of hard work and exertion scaled the monumental challenges of life to become successful. One day you are going to be on the other side. But you will have trained so many others to hate and despise you. You practice it with them, remember? Don't repudiate what you aspire to by castigating it. And so we find that fear of success is a complex. There are many fears residing in the fear of success. Fear of ridicule, fear of loneliness, fear of envy and slander and malice, fear of exposure and fear of persecution. The truth is envy is the lot of the successful. And that is why the successful must, as a matter of course, help the less fortunate. It is social insurance. Compassionate capitalism is a social insurance policy. Have it at the back of your mind that when you become successful, you will be kind to the poor. Formulate a humane philosophy of achievement. Start thinking about it now, unless, of course, you don't believe you will make it. You must aim high. When we don't aim high, we are bound to become average. Average aspiration produces average people. Average achievers tend to be underachievers. They are achieving less than their potential foretold because they weren't there. Never aim for small. Dream big. The bigger your aim, the bigger the payoff. It all begins with desire. Desire is a starting point of achievement. If you don't desire it, you can't have it. And if you get it, you can't keep it. If you keep it, you won't know what to do with it, and then you'll lose it. When a man has no desire for success, he evolves a philosophy of underachievement. He will seek to justify his circumstances, sometimes claiming moral superiority to those who dared. Never, ever subscribe to the philosophy of underachievement. It will affect your life in extremities. You will seek to justify your circumstances by pointing to the unfortunate factors of your background. The most common excuse being that you miss your opportunities in life because your parents were poor. That becomes the justification for underachievement. The truth about life is you can't blame anybody for the outcome of your life, even if you can. At some point, you took control of your life from your parents and became its sole administrator. The question life will ask you is, since you took over your life, what have you done to improve your lot? The excuse of a poor background as a justification for underachievement falls flat in the face of contra evidence. For one, there are many people from rich backgrounds who are underachievers. And then there are many people from poor backgrounds who became super achievers. And anyway, 99.99% of humanity are from poor backgrounds. A diligent and hard-working individual from a poor background will eventually overtake an indolent kid born with a silver spoon. A privileged background is just an economically advantaged lifestyle. It is not a guarantee of success. The fact that you are from a poor background does not mean you should condemn yourself to life imprisonment in the maximum security prison of once on the privation street. If the circumstances of your background denied you formal education, the least you can do is to educate yourself. 
better still, enroll in adult education class if you feel so strongly about it. There's a limit to how far you can go in life without some form of education. It's not the certificate, it's your exposure that counts. I have very well-respected senior friends who lacked opportunity to go to school, but they lifted themselves up by their bootstraps, educated themselves without stepping into a classroom, and became successful industrialists and capitalists. Some have been honored by foreign governments for their contributions to society. You have no excuse. Stop creating one. I know a friend who returned to secondary school to retake her O-level certificate exam at the age of 35. She wore school uniform to qualify as an internal candidate. Can you imagine a 35-year-old woman sitting in a class with 16-year-olds? They called her auntie. It wasn't funny. If you want to achieve, you must despise shame. And it's never too late. I also know a very successful gentleman whose father was a tailor. They were so poor. At the resumption of school each year, the sister bought two uniforms at subsidized rates. She wore one uniform all year round. The other she brought home to her dad. From the dress, the father will fashion a shirt and a pair of shorts for the younger brother. Today, that story is the butt of endless friendly jokes. That gentleman is the head of a big organization today. Who will ever have guessed? Children don't understand poverty. They understand love and sacrifice. They understand a father who is trying his best for his children. They will understand a father who gets creative with a female school uniform so that they can have clothes to wear. While others saw shame, the children saw love. What jokes are we going to tell about the circumstances of your background when you become successful? What jokes will your children laugh at? What are your myths? The painful circumstances of our background are the paragraphs of life that turn us into myths. Without those circumstances, your success will not be an interesting story. It does not matter whether you were born with a silver spoon or plastic spoon or no spoon. If you were born with a silver spoon, work hard and buy yourself a silver spoon. They are available in the market. If you are born with no spoon, work hard, achieve, buy yourself a silver spoon and then top it up by buying a gold spoon. Stick it in your son's mouth, then take a photograph, post it on the net and add a caption, the boy with the golden spoon. Success is the best revenge against poverty. Don't be afraid. Achievement creates weird sensations and reactions. But that's no excuse not to aim for the heights. You must seek to maximize your life. You only have one life. Make the most of it. When you succeed, you become an inspiration to many. Your story becomes a biographical sketch of what's possible when a man of vision and determination decides to become. Fear not. I'll see you at the top. Our thought for this week is very simple. It does not matter whether you are born with a silver spoon or a plastic spoon or no spoon. Just succeed and buy the spoon you want. Thank you for listening.